Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey y'all, I'm Jules. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa, the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the Spirit Dr. Kelly Sparta. Hello, Kelly. Hey, Jules. How's it going? Oh, well, you know, we had so much fun recording the other podcast, decided we'd do another one. because, <laughs> Well, truth be told, we're doubling up because Heather's going on a vacation. <laughs> She's She's like, not allowed to do that. I know. She's going to be gone for two weeks and she's trying to get everything set up in advance. So we're double upping on uh, on a bunch of podcasts now. So, yeah, which, you know, okay. So there you go. We can do so, that. Yeah. It's all good. I'm just a little sweaty. <laughs> Has the, um, have the afternoon thunderstorms kicked in yet? No, not today. We're we're coming into the dry season and I'm starting to see things shift. Although I think today is actually a function of the fact that we got the the uh, outer bands of Hurricane Julia here uh, over the weekend. And so the entire weekend, it did nothing but pour. And so I think there's not as much moisture in the air because it took it all and threw it on the ground. <laughs> Y'all got it in advance. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So it's, it's, I mean, it's cloudy and it's been kind of froggy today, but it's not, uh, it's not raining right now. So nice change of pace. So now uh, let's see, where in the world are we trending? Oh, ooh. so we are, we are charting in Australia. We are number 84 in Australia in their spirituality category in Apple Podcasts. So all the Aussies down there who are listening, whoop, whoop, Woo! hello. Yay. <laughs> there you go. Wait, what was the the fun fact before we started recording? You told me a fun fact about Australia. 
Oh, Australia, I think, is actually roughly the same size as the U.S. I think that the continent of Australia is roughly the same size as the U.S., although I don't think that the population is similar. So the Aussies are probably going to be like, no, we're bigger and we have more people. But, you know, most of the center of Australia is uninhabited. It's mostly on, on the coasts that are inhabited. So because the center is all like desert. Right. So it's, it, you know, the Aborigines are there, but, um, you know, they, they're in small pockets around the, the center of the country is my understanding. And I could be, you know, completely tweaked. So, you know, Aussies, you know, whack me in the head if I need to be whacked. <laughs> I'm, <Yeah>. I'm prepared. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I get for not like researching the random trivia that I hand to Jewel before we start. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, That's okay. Ozzy's Ozzy's gonna think correct. Hey, fun fact. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Another fun fact that we have going is we are uh still have the Inner Peace 101 going. We do. We do. And Inner Peace 101, for those of you who have not heard, is an amazing program. It will cut your stress in half in four months. Yes, it will. I can attest to that. <laughs> I can completely. It, it will. It, it'll also cut yourself in half for a minute or two and then put you back together in the best of ways possible. That doesn't sound very That doesn't sound good. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of the military thing. Like they, they, you, they, you had to get, yeah, yeah, they yeah. have to tear you down to, you know, build you back up. But, but this is not that. This is if we're not we're not beating you up. The military beats the living crap out of you to do that. We don't do that. <laughs> Are you sure this is not the sex magic episode? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She yeah, you've definitely found your stride, woman. All right. So no, Inner Peace 101 is not at all. Oh my God. <laughs> Inner Peace is actually a very kind and, and gentle process. <laughs> Contrary to what you <laughs> Oh my God. The hardest part about it, it really I think, is, is guys. the opening exercise. I think that's the hardest part about it is because that's the exercise where you really take a hard look at yourself in the beginning. And so that that red dot exercise, that self-assessment is really, I think, the most challenging part of the, the program. And so, you know, that's the thing you get out of the way in the very beginning. You know, you don't, you don't, uh, it doesn't get that hard again after that. It's, it's mostly downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, guys, I don't want to scare you. I just, y'all know I have to put some humor into it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but having gone through it myself, um, I am completely different on the um, coming out of it than I was going into it. I mean, I found my self-confidence because um, that was lost a few years, you know, few, 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 few years. Um and uh, and basically, as I was told, I went to um, to a group psychic reading, reading, uh, reading public, and uh, they said, yeah, she says, well, 
kind of how they're showing me is that, you know, you know, those old like teams of horses that used to pull the carriage. Well, you were behind the carriage in the mud and the muck and they were dragging you through all of that. And she was like, not literally. She's like, I'm not talking about, but, you know, figuratively, this is what you've been doing in your life. I'm like, you know, I never thought about it that way, but pretty much. Yep, that's what it is. And so she's and so she says, yep. And now when you've had enough, you've had enough and you have no problem telling people no. And I said, yep, you're absolutely correct. And part of my journey was actually going through that and actually learning no is a complete sentence and actually believing it and, you know, and not settling and not going, who, little old me? Yeah, bitch, here I am. So, <laughs> you know, and here she is. And here I am. <laughs> so, awesome. yeah, so that was that was very transformational for me. You know, so um, so so how do they sign up for the Inner Peace 101? Well, so, uh, you know, we, we really haven't said much about it yet. <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, so the, the, the purpose of the program is to get you to address your your things that keep you from feeling safe. It's about finding energetic and emotional safety. And so it, it walks you through fear, anxiety, worry, dread, self-doubt, inner and outer judgments, and it helps you build a foundation of self-support and courage. And if that sounds like something that might be appropriate for you, if you're living with any of those things, then uh, you can go to the website at kellysparta.com, click on the uh, online programs at the top, pick uh, inner peace, or, you know, if you scroll down, it's on the homepage too, and you can just click there uh, and uh, sign up for a discovery call uh, with uh, Heather. Heather will walk you through what it takes to be in the program and how that works. And uh, that'll, that'll be how it goes. So we'd love to, to talk to you about it. We do it in a small group setting. So you only have, you know, max 15 people in a group, which means you really get a chance to dive in and, and get some support and get, it's not, it's not an anonymous environment. You really get to do the work uh, with personal support from your coach, who's Stephen. Yeah. Stephen from the shaman in training and the shaman. We just did another Another one with him recently, too. Another episode. Yeah. So all of that. So you can tell we really, you know, rehearsed this, right? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) All over the place. Anyway, it's an amazing program. The testimonials are stunning. Jules, a living testimonial right here. But uh, I get excited about it. I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. So sign up if you're interested. And what are we talking about today? Well, today we are going to finish up um, a series that we've been doing using the right magic for the right application. This will be installation number four of four. <laughs> are we going to get through all of them? Yes, we are. We're, We're going to do this. A long list. All right. And I told you we had to keep this one to half an hour. So I know. You know I know. So I know. we're going to dive in. Get on it. All right. So the first group has to do with love. Okay. Yes. So how do I deter unwanted affections? How about you say no? <laughs> okay. That was easy. What? No is a complete <laughs> sentence. I think I just said that a little while ago. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I mean, and this is, so just as a reminder for those of you, of you, if this is your first episode or you haven't heard one of these using the right magic for the right application episodes, uh, these were all, questions that Jewel had at the very beginning of her process that she wrote down. Yeah, two years and, ago or yeah. three years and ago so, now. 
Yeah, something like that. It's close. Yeah. And um, so she wrote all of these down. And some of these, you know, what I said to her was some of this stuff, there's magic for and some of it, there's not, you know, the very first thing to deal with an unwanted uh, affection is to tell the person to stop. You have to understand the context. We are so that we are brought up as okay. I'm in Louisiana. Y'all remember with the accent. I'm I'm a Southern lady, so I don't never want to hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah, well, their feelings are not your responsibility. Let's start with that. And they're putting their intentions on you without your permission, which is already them violating your boundaries, which means that you have absolutely no responsibility for the emotions of someone who has crossed your boundaries. They have already done violence. Crossing your boundaries is violence. They have already done violence upon you. You have absolutely no responsibility, social or otherwise, to protect their feelings. So in an essence, I'm kind of, I'm protecting myself and I have every right to protect myself. I mean, the first thing you have to say is you, you have great taste. Thank you. (laughs) And um, I'm sorry, I don't share your affections, right? I don't think of you that way. Um, And a healthy person will say, thank you for the honesty and they will move on, right? The worst thing you can do is go hee and just wander off and not give them a clear message because, and that's what we're trained to do as women, right? Right. And, and, you know, especially if they've been drinking because they're dangerous when they've been drinking, right. Or potentially so there's always the fear. If you say a direct no, that you're going to get a, don't be a bitch because we've all gotten that response at some point. Right. And your answer is, I won't be a bitch if you won't be a bastard. How about that? If you'll hear my no, I won't be bitch to you. If you won't hear my no, my bitchiness will improve. This actually happened to a friend of mine. Um, And so I want to hear if there's any magical help for this. So say so she actually did that. But then it turned into a bullying situation where said dude got turned down and he went back to his frat brothers and they started saying, well, let's just say this, that and the other. You know, I mean, they're little boys, right? No, no, no offense to any fraternity dudes, but these particular group of dudes were just little douches. That's all they were. Right. And um, and so now they're spreading all these rumors about her and all of that. And I'm like, well, are they true? She's like, no then don't give it power. And that's kind of what I told her. I would go up and, and say, you continue to spread these rumors and I'm going to start agreeing with them and telling them that the reason that I haven't said anything about it was to save you from being known as the guy with the smallest pecker in the room. I was trying to be kind to you and that's why I haven't said anything. I would suggest you retract your statements. Because that will be the story. I love it. Now, after we've worked through all of that, and we've sent him on his little merry way. Okay, do you remember the scene in Practical Magic where she's like, I want with one with blue eye and a one with a brown eye and a star. And so how do I manifest my perfect love oh, that I want? Okay, so the first thing I'm going to say is she did that purposefully thinking that there wouldn't be anybody who actually had those things. And then he showed up. So 
And she's like, oh, fuck, right? This is kind of what happens when you start asking for specifics. So, uh, and I think we've touched on this before, but I, I'm going to mention it again because I think it's, it feels like it's been a while. But the, uh, I, I did this. I manifested somebody and I made a list. And I think I had watched Practical Magic because it was like the late 90s. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that's where it came from. Um, and I made a list and the guy who showed up was everything on the list, but I fucked up the list because I said, what was on the list that you fucked up? Well, I said on the same spiritual path as me or a parallel one, which you think, okay, that's not a big deal. Parallel paths do not cross. Okay. I did not say anything about his politics. I did not say anything about his values. I did not say anything about having the ability to build, you know, having common goals. Uh, I, 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 I mentioned none of that. And what I got was a conservative Republican Catholic with political aspirations who wanted to get married and have children when I was fresh <laughs> out of a divorce and was like, fuck that. Oh my and gosh. where my skeletons lived on my front porch. And and so I, he had handed me his email address and it was his first name at his last name dot org. And I looked it up and it was like a city council run. And I called him up before our first date. Uh, you know, we had still had it scheduled. And I said, look, I said, are you are you running for political office right now? And he said, no. Why? And I said, because I said, are you planning on running for spiritual office, you know, for, for a political office in the future? And he's like, maybe, probably. Why? And I said, because I am a political campaign manager's worst fucking nightmare or greatest wet dream. I said, I don't want to be the reason why you don't get into office. And he was like, now I have to know more. I said, I am bisexual, pagan, and I don't even remember what the third, oh, psychic. And that's what I'm willing to tell you before the first date. And he's like, now I must have a date with you. (laughs) Okay, but I just wanted you to know that that this is, you know, what you needed to know about me. And he was just like, oh my God, yeah. But this is the, this is the thing, right? Is that we loved each other. We were great together and we were a fish and a bird and we were never going to make a home together. We wanted completely different things out of life. We wanted, we, we shared many of the same values, but not the ways in which they were engaged. And it was problematic. So yeah, my argument with this is ask the universe for the person who's going to make you happy and leave it at that. The more complicated you get, the more chances you're going to fuck it up like I did. <laughs> so let's see. All right. So in communicating, see how this is going to flow right into this In communicating with the universe. How do I open my third eye? How do you do anything in magic? With intention. Yes. Focused intent. How do I open my third eye? Well, I intend to open it. Now, the, there might be something that stops you from opening it. You might have a block there. Usually the blocks in the third eye are related to fear of what you're going to see. So... In order for you to be able to activate your third eye, you have to be, you have to either negotiate with your guides about what they will show you, or you have to make peace with seeing whatever it is that they hand you. I feel like there's, there's a, is there a way to blow yourself up when you're trying to do this? If you try and force it. Yeah. 
You can hurt yourself if you try and force it without addressing the underlying issue. Yeah. Let's see. What about accessing my Akashic record? Whenever I was first starting, I kept seeing this thing called Akashic record. And I'm like, what is this? And then how do I get it? The Akashic record is the record of everything that ever has been or ever will be. It is, you know, simply the library of events. And accessing your Akashic record means going out and and pulling open your personal file with all of your events in it and accessing all the information from that. Past and future? Past and future. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people go to Akashic readers so that the readers can do that for them. Uh, I can access other people's Akashic records. I don't access my own because sometimes when you see your own future, because I used to be able to see my own future, right? I shut it down. And the reason I shut it down is for two reasons. One is it scared the living crap out of me because I was not the person I would become. And the things that were coming, I was unprepared for as the person I was, but I would be prepared for them and they would be no big deal when I got there, but I was flipping myself out over it. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and oftentimes people can't get out of their own way to see what's actually there. And so that's two reasons to not do that. So... On, on now on kind of still on the Akashic records, what I was researching was, you know, accessing your Akashic records to, to see what kind of trauma, not trauma, maybe it was trauma, but things that need to be healed from your past lives or, or anything like that. Is that in there too? Yeah, it's in there. Um, you, you can do it that way. Is there a different way to, to kind of do that? Okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? What I find is that especially when people are starting out, they're all like, oh, I want to know who I was in a past life. And it's all based in curiosity and fun, right? That approach is exactly the wrong approach for a healing purpose. Uh, You've got to stay out of curiosity. You, You, I typically tell people, unless it shows up, don't go looking for it. And the reason for that is because Inevitably, you make up a story in your head and then you try and find a way for that to fit. And then, you know, you're like, oh, well, that wasn't what I thought. And then I'm disappointed that I wasn't anybody important or, you know, it's like there's all this ego shit that comes up around past life stuff. What do you mean I wasn't Nefertiti? What? Right. (laughs) I'm certain I was Joan of Arc. Everybody thinks that they were somebody famous. I swear to God. And in some ways we all were right? Because we're all part of the one, right? We're all part of the one, but that doesn't mean that you have the wound from that process. It may have already been healed. And now you're looking at something that actually quite literally now doesn't exist. So now you're on a wild goose chase. All right. Okay. Let's see. Okay. So what about uh, repairing a damaged friendship? I've heard there's a lot of spells and potions out there about that one like you can you you can make a little charm or something absolutely if you want to do black magic remember the definition of white versus black magic white magic is magic done with the intent and with permission of everyone involved 
Black magic is magic done upon others without their permission. If you're trying to repair a relationship with someone who does not want to repair that relationship, that's black magic. Oh, so so if all the little potions and spells and charms and stuff that I'm going to make, I'm thinking it's for me to repair it. I'm actually doing black magic. Which Does it impact somebody else? It impacts somebody else. Oh, then it's black magic. Okay. Okay. So what would be a healthy way to do that? Just go hey, apologize. Go apologize and go have a cup of coffee or wine, depending on the situation. Or, you know, yeah. You know, buy an expensive gift, you know, grovel. <laughs> like, you that know, too. <laughs> whatever is appropriate, you know. If, if, it's, mean, if it's the person, your partner. It certainly isn't violating the other person's boundaries and telling them that they have to come back magically because you've done this spell on them. That that is that is adding insult to injury. Ah, it's kind of like creating the the love potion number nine. <laughs> Only worse because Only worse. love potion number nine is on somebody who may or may not even knowing you exist. Whereas this is on somebody who has actively said, "I don't want you in my life anymore." I don't think I want to do that one. I, 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 no, I'm, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> That'd really blow your ass up. All right. The karma on that one sucks. And it's probably coming straight from the person that you did it on. So, And if they're energetically aware, they will know that you did that shit and you will pay. I promise you. Okay. We're going to avoid that one. Don't do that one, kids. Okay. So let's see. Last two. How do I bring in customers into my business, like customers that I want, you know, with money, <laughs> you know, you know, and then and when I get so good in my business, yeah, how, how to bring customers into my business. And then I'm going to do so good as a salesperson, I'm going to get that promotion that I want. So bringing the people into your business, the first piece of that is magnetizing. So assuming that you're not doing the marketing, you know, are um, this sounds like you're a salesperson. In like, a, yeah, like a salesperson. Yeah. So you're a salesperson in somebody else's uh, process, right? So if you're not doing the marketing, then you're. it's all about magnetizing. And it's all about seeing. So as a salesperson, you're probably making commission. So it's about seeing the commission checks coming in, being grateful for them, seeing the, the um, sales happening, being grateful for them being excited about them, right? Seeing all of that. That is manifestation 101. Okay. And now when I, when I'm when I'm seeing the checks am I I'm I'm visualizing bigger checks coming in and the business coming in and all that. So now I'm manifesting that. Okay? All right. So now as that's coming in, my next manifestation is going to be I want that promotion that I really really want. Right. So the promotion, the first thing you have to ask yourself is, are you doing the same thing after the promotion that you were doing before the promotion? I'll say no. Okay. So you're doing something different. So you, you're in desiring the promotion, you're desiring a different lifestyle for work, right? A different work style, right? So what you have to then do instead is visualize the new job, and what you would feel like and what it would be like and how how you will be grateful for the difference between the old job and the new job. So it's an, it's an act as if, right? As if it's already happened. And the more emotion you can put into the process, the more 
power you put in the manifestation. And you can, you know, imagine the the boss saying, congratulations, you got the promotion and shaking your hand and, you know, the, the offer letter that you would get with the new offer and, you know, seeing the number that you want on that offer with the right salary amount and all the, the all the bennies that you want, right? You want to make sure you got the bennies, you know? Um, and so, you know, it's all about really seeing in great detail exactly how that will work. So we're, we're in, in, intending and high definition, a very clear picture. Absolutely. Okay. Now, when we're doing that kind of thing, is there a correlation between um, or could there be as far as timing wise between the increasing in sales and, hey, let's say, okay, my goal this year, well, I'm going to increase all those sales. Then the next year, I want to do that promotion. Or do I not set a timetable on it because the universe has something else in mind. Well, and this is the funny thing about sales, right? If you're too good of a salesperson, they are not going to promote you because damn, that kind of defeats that. They don't want to give up your production, right? So you you also have to look at is are these two goals in alignment with one another? Because in this case, they're not. And the likelihood is if you're making all that extra buck from the extra sales you're making, the salary is going to be a cut in pay when you get the promotion. If you get the promotion. So then you have to think about, you know, and this is what we do sometimes, right? We make, we make mutually exclusive goals and we don't realize that we've done it. And so you want to make sure that you're picking the path that you want. And so I would say those are mutually exclusive goals. So you either want the extra money or you want the promotion to a different job. But that's, those are, those are mutually exclusive goals. So I would say pick the path that you want. Do you want the job with the different type of work or do you want the more money and, and being able to, to determine your income based on what you just, what you do, right? Because those, a salary position versus a sales position are very different things, right? And then when we're thinking about that, and if it's a financial, I want to have financial gain, that's really my end goal. The universe may have a completely different job that's going to get me to that financial goal that I'm not a salesperson. I'm going to make this up. I'm a hotel manager. Who knows? Or you're running your own business or you got an inheritance or, you know, you're suddenly uh, you made best friends with a billionaire who just wants to drive you around and do shit with you and he'll pay your way. You know, I mean, it could come from any path, right? So you want to be clear what your actual goal is, not the how of how you think you're going to get there. Well, and that completes my list Woo-hoo! of things. Yay! We Woo-hoo! did it! Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! All right. Yay! <laughs> my laptop's almost out of power. That's what I figured. All right. So, uh, so Interpeace 101, y'all go sign up for the discovery call. Talk to Heather. She'll help you through the process. Sign up for the newsletter. Keep in touch with, with us with everything so that y'all know what's going on. Uh, Kellyism. Kellyism for the day. Yes. What is your Kellyism? Before you go to magic, work with the other people. Try just relating. That's the Kellyism for the day. Not everything needs to be solved with magic. There are many different th- ways to solve it. 
perfect. Take the easiest path. And a bottle of wine goes a long way. Just saying. Things go a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Honest apology goes a long way, right? It does. So, yeah. So, you know, um, sign up for the mailing list. We send out information and, you know, things that I talk about all the time on the mailing list. Every, every week you get information about all the different things that I've put out and content and TikToks and recordings and uh, interviews I've done on other people's podcasts. There's huge amounts of content on the newsletter. Sign up. It's on the homepage of the website. If you wait 30 seconds, you will get a pop-up. Or you can download the Boundaries for Empaths program for free and hit the mailing list that way. Either way, that'll get you there. And it's free, 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 all free. (laughs) Well, that's all that we have for this week, folks. Tune in next time when Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Jules, here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon Within my car, I'm all alone But feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.